Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Strict Anonymous. If you want to follow me on TikTok, okay? I'm on TikTok now and I'm going to figure that shit out, okay? I'm going to be posting confessions up there. And listen, if you guys have confessions, you don't want to come on the show, you don't want to talk to me, you don't want to out yourself like in, on a, via a phone call with me, write to me. Send me your confessions. Don't make them that long. I'm going to start posting confessions on TikTok. I already have my TikTok up. It's um Strictly Anonymous Confessions. Okay, so follow me there as well if you're on TikTok. Can't you get lost? Oh, no. Strictly Anonymous Confess. Sorry. Strictly Anonymous Confess on TikTok. I don't know about you, but the thing that I love on TikTok, right, is those like videos of people recommending things. I saw one girl at Target and she's like, this is the best this and this is the best that and this is the best. I mean, she rattled off like 50 things and I was like, oh, my God, I got to get all of this shit. And I don't even know why. I don't. She just said this is the best for this. And, th- and why did I believe her? I don't fucking know. But that's probably why she's had like a million hits at Target, because for some reason you're like, this bitch knows what she's talking about. And why, why do we think that? I don't know. Because she, I didn't see her face. I, she had no bio. She didn't specify that she was like, you know, an expert in skincare or, you know, healthy snacks. <laughs> oh, but I was like, I was, I was taken by the video. And those are the kind of videos I like, like the how to's. I don't know. TikTok, you can get lost in it, but. I'm going to try and start that up. So, and I need confessions because I'm going to be uh, showing confessions. That's what my TikTok is going to be about. So email me your confessions if you want. Strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. This is also a call and advice show where I talk to people and we get really into their confessions here, right? So if you want to be on the show, I'm always looking for people to confess their secret lives, their naughty lives. Um, Or even I just like, I say it's a call and advice show because I like to talk to people about their problems and help them with it. So if you fall in any of those categories and want to be on the show, go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or no, yeah, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com or send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you could also follow me on YouTube, subscribe to my channel, like and share my videos, comment there. I try to comment or reply back to every single person within 24 hours on YouTube. A lot of times, I would say 100% of the time, the people that are on my show go on YouTube and they read the comments. Sometimes they're a little horrified because, you know, fucking people it could be assholes. <laughs> Trust me. Look at my reviews. I mean, you know, you give people... I don't know, people are having a bad day, I guess. I don't know. And then they just, they, you give them a phone and then they go on and they write bad shit. So sometimes the people are horrified, but they're watching and they email me like, oh my God, these people, my video sucks. Like people don't like it. And it's like, whatever. But so if you want to talk to the people who have been on my show, give them your two cents, your nice two cents. If you want to uh, ask a question, get in the conversation, comment on YouTube because that's like a good 
that platform for that. That's what I love about it. If you're listening on YouTube right now, go to the top of the screen and click on subscribe and don't forget to like and share my videos. Uh, if you want to join my Patreon, I love, I have a section there uh, just for people who are into pantyhose. That became like a fetish that I just focused in on because of this one guy and he like was sending me pantyhose and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to like try them on and give reviews and I'll do that. And then I'm like, I'm going to put all that shit on Patreon. So I started this. Everything with me happens by accident, <laughs> but it turns into be turns out to be good. So I started the Patreon just for the hosers. I call them my hosers, people who are really into pantyhose. So I have a whole section for my hosers there. A lot of extra pantyhose content and conversations about pantyhose goes on there. I also have a section that I love now, which is, um, I don't know what you call it, but it's on there it's this is for sixty dollars you get to talk to me and we just talk for like 45 minutes I set it up like a therapy session you can talk to me about whatever you want you could re reveal your you know secret life uh or just talk to me about your issues or problems if you want to like whatever um and it doesn't get aired on the show and i don't tape it so you could do that on patreon you could also just support my show i've been doing it for six years i've never made a dime i'm just starting to try to monetize it um but if you love my show and you want to throw me a couple bucks a month there's a three dollar tier and for that you don't just support my show you also get a monthly Q&A that I think are very interesting you hear a lot of interesting stuff on there about me about guests about all that kind of good stuff and you also get these episodes early on Friday instead of Sunday so sign up on patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast again go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast sorry for all this shit in the beginning i mean listen i listen to podcasts myself and i like fast forward a lot of times through this stuff so if you've heard it before know when you're already a patreon member and subscribe to my show and if you could write a review write a review a good review that'd be fucking great give me five stars that always helps the show if you do all that just like fast forward through this shit um uh, but now i'm gonna get to who i have on the show today i have on a gay name a guy named david now david didn't lose his virginity till a little later in life and then once he did he got to it let me tell you david's a guy who uh could not be monogamous uh he got busted a lot of times you got to hear those stories we talk about how his baby mamas he has more than one baby mama uh how they caught him and they don't just catch him with other women they catch him with trans trans women um he you know he started out after you know when he started to cheat at first was like with guys and then it was like with feminine guys and then it was with transgender females and he's been with cross-dressers and like i said he's because he has a problem being monogamous and he had a thing with always wanting to be in a relationship he got caught a couple times he's done a lot of things with these people we talk about how when he first started hooking up with guys and like i said how it transitioned from like you know men to transgender females and how he feels about that and whether he'd ever um date that way now what label he considers himself i don't know what we don't know he doesn't know if you know what you would call consider him as far as a label is concerned <laughs> comment about that too um but we get into all of it and it's super fascinating uh and there's a lot of details and there's a lot of stories and i actually give him advice too you know because he's like one of those guys that so he's in a relationship or he used to be always in a relationship, but always cheating and finding like there was a lot of confliction with that. It's like, just don't be in a fucking relationship. Right. <laughs> so, And that's where he's at now. He's actually come full circle. So it's an interesting story to listen to. I'm going to be right back on with David. This is the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Oh, uh, hey, David, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? 
I'm doing good. So you have a double life, right? Like most of my callers. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, I guess you could say that. I think so. I mean, <laughs> what I think is really great about you, because you gave me a lengthy email, which I normally uh-huh. don't read, but I did read through yours for some reason. I typically like to get on and know, like, less is more for me, right? Because I'm just naturally mm-hmm. curious, and, would you know, I just ask a million questions, and I'll get the whole story, right? But what mm-hmm. I like ab- about your story and is that... You know, you did live a double life for a really long time. And maybe what you're doing now is still secret, but you're not doing it behind partners back. Like you're finally single and doing like your shit that you're doing, right? Like as a single person, and that's totally fine. Whereas you have a lot of these people that are not only living a double life, but they're doing it behind like a partner's back, right? So they're really, you know, fucking with somebody else, right? Because they're in a relationship and they're cheating right behind their back and i've always liked to people like just be single like you could fuck whoever you want if you're single like i don't understand but a lot of people have this like intense need to have a relationship right and have that security of that but then they have to have this other life too right but you finally separated it right but and that's where you're at now right i'm correct right yes and you got uh, off of like needing to have that relationship in your life yeah, I finally at 34 realized that uh, <laughs> um, I needed to separate it until I can get my shit straight. You could you could do whatever the fuck you want. Why do you need to have a relationship? I don't know why people are so like needy of pairing up. But maybe it's because I'm just not that type that I don't get it. But like you know, I, it's like it doesn't make sense. But that's not really like all that I want to talk to you about. You have like a really interesting story. So let's get to your thing all i'm saying is like i commend you that you're just finally single and hooking up with people because way before now you were hooking up with other people behind a lot of women's back so you're only 34 right to me that's young but let's Mm -hmm. start at the beginning at the beginning okay where would that be for this for your story uh like i said i mean lost my virginity at uh, 1819. Right. Which you uh, even said was kind of late, right? I'm always like, oh, that is kind of late for a guy. No. Why did you well, wait? Did well, you, especially nowadays. Yeah, I know. Um, even when in my day, well, no, in my day, it would have been more normal for a girl. Guys would have been a little bit earlier. But why did it take you so long? Do you know? Um, I don't know. I was pretty book smart and concentrated on school and sports and everything. And um, I had girlfriends. Don't get me wrong, but I just never, I guess I was just afraid to take that next step. And I guess, you know, confidence gets better with um, age. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Well, you really made up for it. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) you lose your virginity at 18, right? And then start from there. Yeah. um, And then we moved in together, right? The same girl I lost my virginity to. And, um, then we broke up and uh i think i was 22 at the time and dating an 18 year old and uh she was kind of wild and kind of opened my eyes sexually that you know wasn't so vanilla uh and then i cheated that on sex her wasn't so vanilla like you guys did more interesting things with each other sexually she turned you on to stuff yeah like mm-hmm. you know different positions and uh, just different like places like out in public uh, 
different things like that. Uh-huh. So I was like, you know, what else is out there? <laughs> kind of thing. Um, so we dated for about a year, and that's probably around the time I, I cheated on her with my uh, kid's mom. And um, she got pregnant. And um, But she wasn't your kid's mom. Like, so she was just another woman. Where do you meet her? Like, where did she come from? My kid's mom? Yeah. <laughs> uh, at work. Okay, so you you cheat on her with a coworker. Correct. Yes. Okay, so this girl and you are like flirting at work because mm-hmm. this kind of shit happens all the time, right? I mean, because you're spending oh, yeah. a lot of time with coworkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you start and to get horny for this girl, and how do you guys cheat? Was there there alcohol involved? No, not alcohol. Um, we did drink a few occasions, but uh, that wasn't the contributing factor. We we would just hook up like in parking lots and just. Uh, I love parking you know, lots. I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. There's something so funny about it, you know, because that's where a lot of people that are cheating do it, you know, in the back of like minivans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's just we we couldn't really uh, go anywhere. Go else. to each other's yeah, mm-hmm. go to each other's places. So was she cheating you know, on somebody too? No, she was single. Okay. Yeah, she was single. But, uh, so yeah. And she gets pregnant. Mm-hmm. And now, does she get pregnant and you're still dating the other one and then you tell the other one about this whole affair thing? Or do you keep it a secret from her? Well, I kept it a secret for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, you can't really hide <laughs> this. So Yeah. <laughs> at first, I didn't tell her that she was pregnant. I just, uh, I broke it off with, the girl I was with mm-hmm. and then you know our city's kind of small so word travels fast and she found out and uh, she wanted to make it work for a little bit but you know she couldn't handle it what the girl that you cheated on that had a yeah. baby she was like oh I'll take you back even though you had an affair and got the girl pregnant yeah okay and so then she couldn't she couldn't deal with it no, she couldn't deal with it. Yeah, that was smart. I mean, it's hard to deal with it. It's uh, Yeah, you it. say because she had a baby, but I think it was more so because you cheated on her with this girl. You know what I mean? Oh, no doubt. Yeah, Yeah, it was like the trust. It's hard to get that back. And like, listen, I, I, I think when someone has a lot more invested in a relationship, I understand people trying to get past that, right? You know, if you have three kids and you've been together for 20 years and something like that happens... You know, you could work through it, but you know, you guys are young. You cheated on her with a coworker. She's just, you know, really young too, right at the time. Why would she yeah. stay with you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. No offense, <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? <laughs> you know? No, like I said, I, I don't blame her at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So know. go on. Um, and then so like I'm single now, and me and the um. Me and the girl that I got pregnant decided to try to make it work. Um, we moved in together right before my son was born. And, uh, you know, we, we just tried to see if we can make this work for the child and everything. But it, it really couldn't work because I couldn't be monogamous and I couldn't. Go the str- be on a straight arrow. Well, uh, did she catch you cheating? I mean, like, is that what happens? 
Or you just uh, knew that you didn't want to be with one person. Well, she didn't really catch me per se. I was real into being in the strip clubs at the time. Uh, some stripper kissed me on the cheek and left lipstick, you know, and I was drunk and came home with it on. <laughs> Stupid yeah. stuff, right? So dumb, right? Mm, but she's dealing, uh, the poor girl's dealing with hormones and babies, and she's got to deal with, you know, glitter on your face when you come home. It's too much. Yeah, and I was messing around too. Uh, like for me, it's like, I don't know why I can't just uh settle down and just try to make this work the right way but well i think you were too young i mean you just lost your virginity like how many girls were you with like i think you need to get that shit out of your system Mm. before you settle down with somebody and that's uh, that's most people good news strictly anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show so if you lead an interesting naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous if you're out and proud that's cool too send me an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com that's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com or go to my website strictly anonymous podcast dot com and click on be on the show if you have a short confession that you want to get off your back call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579 that's 347-420-3579 you could call that number 24 7 i change all the voices on the confessions too so you remain anonymous the number the website and the email address will all be in the description Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. Yeah, I mean... That's why all the older people, okay, people in my generation, are fucking divorced, okay? Because they married people, (laughs) like, in their 20s. And if you do marriage math, I call it marriage math, and you say, like, oh, I figure I'll die around 85, and then you add in the time, or you minus the age you get married at, whatever that equals is the amount of time you're going to be with one person. Now, I don't know about mm-hmm. you, but that makes me slightly claustrophobic if the year, if it's any more than like, you know, 12 years. I, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, come on. And people are living a lot longer nowadays. In my days, people would be like if someone died at eight, you know, 65 or 70, you'd be like, OK. But now it's like he only died at 69. He's so young, you know, like so mm-hmm. you can't get married in your 20s. And so I think you were just. You were young at that time. That's why you couldn't keep, you know, with one person. You had just like, like all the floodgates had opened for you. You're finally having like interesting sex. Like you said, for like the second girl was so hot to you because she liked to do different positions. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you had just started Mm -hmm. because there's even so much more than that out there. Right. And you really, I mean, I just keep teasing it, but like you really wind up, wound up really opening up a lot of doors and going after and doing a lot of things. So you obviously had a lot of stuff inside of you that you wanted to explore. Right. And, um, you know, during this time, that's when Craigslist was booming. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
So going through the the personal sections, you know, I even explored, you know, the the same sex personals. Give um, a word. Okay. So here you are, okay. <laughs> I need more information, right? Here you are. Now how old are you like the first time you're going to hook up with a guy, another guy, a guy? Oh. Uh, Do you remember? Probably 23 or 24, somewhere around there. Okay, well, so when did you realize that you were, like, kind of hot for a guy? Or, like, was it you were watching porn and every now and then that kind of excited you? Like, I mean, how did you, when did that itch start? I wouldn't say hot for a guy, per se. Like, I don't see a guy and say, oh, he's hot. It's no, just but just, like, like, hot to, like, have sex with a guy. Um... Like, what part of that? Were you watching porn? Like, you know, how did you know that you were curious? I think it was when uh, AOL Instant Messenger was around. Mm -hmm. Um, And they had the chat rooms. And then they went away. And then Yahoo Messenger came around. And they had chat rooms. So, like, I I experienced these chat rooms, you know. And uh, I was just intrigued and curious about it. So, just chatting with guys and everything. Um, kind of intrigued me a little bit of how it would feel and how uh, if it's something I want to pursue, you know, just the curiosity of it. Really. Yeah, you sort of dabbled into in it online and from a distance mm-hmm. for many years, I would assume, right before. Yeah, then mm-hmm. you know you hear about Craigslist and the personal ads and stuff like that. Yeah, and then you start looking at guys' ads. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. you, you see your city, you know, your location, and you're like, oh, you can able, you're able to meet up. So, yeah. Uh, so uh, that was kind of the point in time. And so what did you go looking for, and who did you find, and what happened on that first experience? Uh, I met this older gentleman. He was in his 50s or so, and um, he was kind of in the same boat. I was, or so he said at the time, you know, curiosity. So I was like, okay, he's curious. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. So there's not like, there's an even uh, playing field on there. So um, I met up with him. He lived in the same, actually, same city as I did. Mm-hmm. Probably like a couple of miles from me. So uh, went over to his house one night and uh, all we did was just oral uh both of Oral. you both gave blowjobs to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember telling myself after I left that night, I was like, "No, this ain't for me." <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but. And how come? The... How come you're like? Was it not that great, or did you feel freaked out afterwards? Uh, can't. I wouldn't say freaked out. I would just say kind of like. Um, Gross, grossed out, or right, uh, right, right. You ashamed felt... of myself, maybe. Right, so it was more afterwards, uh, but could, but during you actually enjoyed it. But yeah, like during it, you know, you're horny and uh, your adrenaline's going, and mm-hmm. you kind of really don't think about it until after. Like, well, I, I think, uh, yeah, right. I always say you're kind of, well. That's why I asked because it could be two reasons why you didn't like it, or you said it's not for you. Like one is that you actually did it and you're like not turned on, and it it wasn't even actually that good, and you're like, wow, I'm not really 
that attracted to men or it was the scenario where it was really fucking hot but the minute you came and we're done and you're back in reality you're like holy shit like this is not cool you know that kind of a thing and so it was yeah. more that scenario yeah okay definitely um uh we kept in touch after that because you know we all get horny again <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah right that's what happens and you then know, did and you see honest, him again well i was honest with him and told him i was like you know i don't want to perform anything on you but mm-hmm. uh you can perform it on me and he was like okay okay so it was just strictly him giving me blowjobs for uh maybe two or three times mm-hmm. we met up and then um i kind of ghosted him after that right um so go on but, but that, that was it for uh that person he still tried to message me and text me after that of course but, um, i just i just ignored him yeah listen i mean you were like half his age right yeah you he probably you know for him it was a good score to have you around <laughs> i'm sure he must have i'm sure he found somebody else <laughs> later so anyway so go on with you all right so that's the first guy that you hook up with right um i mean you take it further well it went probably i kind of got he was more of a masculine guy and i kind of went more feminine type of a guy mm-hmm. um I think the next couple of guys I was with were more of uh, the flamboyant, femme, uh, clean shave, and uh, that was a little more better, or a little bit better, uh, as far as, you know, not feeling so grossed out about it. So you felt like, okay, afterwards, and even Mm -hmm. during, did you prefer that kind of guy? experience guy and got right okay and now Mm -hmm. were you still finding these people on craigslist yes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah we uh i even i think it was the third guy i actually uh topped Mm -hmm. and uh that was the my first time to you know have penetration sex with a guy right Uh uh-huh and are you a top or a switch or have you been a bottom like what's your deal uh, I've tried bottoming, and no, it's not for me. So you like the you like the top? Yeah. Maybe that's why you prefer people to just blow you too. You're more of you know you, that's your role. Yeah, and and like I said, it, like if I'm with uh in a relation, not a relationship, but a a hetero uh, partnership, or seeing somebody, a girl, and we're having consistent consistently uh, good sex i won't even think about men or want to get blowjobs or whatever right but like it's just the point when maybe i'm not getting any for a while it's just easier to, to go and get a blowjob from a guy or, uh, somewhere else like that mm-hmm. and so that's where you typically that's when you go looking for the guy is when you're lacking like the female companionship or just a girl that is having a regular in your life that you're having sex with? Yeah, just like a regular uh, fling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then, uh, going in chronological order here. Yeah. Uh, and then I start hooking up with uh, trainees. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm getting get more into the, the fem, the feminine type. Um, and did you, know, you go out strictly looking for that because you had like Googled that kind of porn and you were like horny for it? It was just like something new maybe to be to do? Well, I mean, on the Craigslist personal ads back then, I they know, had, the so you much. know, the sections, yeah. the sections, they had the, uh-huh. the trans section. So um, you went and looked there. I clicked. Yeah. And they had the pictures displayed and all that. And I'm like, whoa, I mean, it's just like a chick. Yeah. Kind of for a guy. Right. Who likes women and sometimes likes a man. Wouldn't that be the best of both worlds? I mean, you know what I mean? You got it all right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, for me, it works. And, yeah. Um, and when I had that experience, it was it was a pretty good experience, you know. We, um, In what we sense? Because you really, it was like really hot, like uh, the hottest experience because they were trans. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, her her tits were big, and she was kind of slim, and um, um, it was just a she was smooth, not hairy, not masculine at all. So it's just like being with a, you know, a chick. Right. Uh huh. And so then you top ch- her, him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. And performed oral on her, and she performed oral on me, and uh, we did it all. Right. So it, uh, it was pretty fun. We did. We hit it off pretty good, and had regular meetings probably like once a week or so. Um. Whenever. She was available. Right. And now mm-hmm. were you dating all during this time? That's what I thought. I wasn't dating during this period. Okay. Um, but shortly thereafter that, me and my kid's mom. Right. Uh, that's what I, that's what I remember is like you guys are always trying to work it out, right? Mm-hmm. And we saw each other too. Um, during this all the while you're seeing these other guys, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. we saw each other too. Like I'd go over there and uh, take care of the baby, or uh, she would drop the baby off to me. And sometimes I would just hang over there, watch a movie, and then we would have sex. And uh, so we kind of saw each other on and off again, but never really uh, tried again for a relationship per se. And with her. Right. Well, didn't she catch you, though, cheating again with, like, a cross-dresser or something like that? Uh, she caught me. She caught... Well, this was... Uh, this then was you a married her, right? No, I didn't marry her. Not, oh. not this one. <laughs> what? I didn't marry this one. This this is the one of the older two kids' mom. The what? Uh, this was my uh, older kids' mom. Oh, how many kids and ex-wives and baby mamas do you have? I only have two baby mamas. Okay, well, when did you have the? When did you meet the second girl and have a baby? Did I miss that? No, this isn't until recent. Uh, Oh, okay. So the second one, the one recently caught you cheating on her with a a crossdresser. Correct. Oh, okay. So we haven't gotten to that because I remember that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're back and forth though with that with your first baby mama yeah. right and you guys mm-hmm. try and make work but it never really lasts right and then you eventually meet a new one and get somebody else pregnant well while i was experiencing that first um transgendered uh, female 
mm-hmm. and me and me and my baby mama were, you know, seeing each other on and off. She ended up getting pregnant again. Okay. By me. Mm-hmm. And had and had my daughter. Okay. So we tried to make it work again and for a relationship. And uh, that that only lasted probably three or four months. And it just went back to the same old same old thing where um, I just couldn't commit to that one person as, as she wanted, you know. Right. And you knew that. But that's good because, I mean, I think I gave you a whole little speech in the beginning not even knowing really who you are <laughs> just because about, yeah. oh, you why can't fucking people just be single? You know, it was more general, you know, but I directed it at you. But, you know, you come to that you come to that realization really early on. Right. Like, I mean, it's not like you stay in long term relationships and really have a lot of affairs. I mean, you sort of realize it, like you said, like three months in, you're like, you can't you're not into being monogamous. Yeah, but like I, I go back and forth throughout. Uh, after that, like I, I had like uh, an eighteen-month relationship with somebody, year and a half relationship with somebody. After that, uh-huh. but um, they didn't go beyond that, you know. Right. And then eventually, my ex-wife. Um, it all came down. I mean, I was. When I was in those uh, exclusive relationships, I would still be seeing people on the side and uh, being Men, strippers. And, and even women, too, right? Yeah, I was about to say, uh, even like strippers and VIP rooms, I dated strippers on the side. Um, it, it's, it was a pretty dark period for uh, a few years there. Really? In, in that you were always <laughs> just having this, like... You're always cheating on people. You mean that way? It, like, what was dark about it? You know, was it the fact that it was like with strippers and always in the back of a fucking thing and with Craigslist people and behind people's backs? Like, is that what was so dark about it? Or is that because you were lying? The, I guess because of everything you said. Yeah. Um, all, all in the one. It just, I, I would thought I was going to be a better person person than this yeah 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 Mm -hmm. it's kind of like how the cards unfolded for me so uh i'm learning to deal with it too Mm -hmm. um uh, i guess it all boils down to self-control and being honest with somebody and i just didn't have either of those right but the problem is is you would feel bad about it obviously oh yeah yeah right i mean because listen there's some people that live your life and they don't have a fucking thought about it do you know what i'm saying like maybe 20 years later or whatever but i mean like you weren't even while you're doing it you're not having fun right like i mean i mean you're having fun but you're always regretting it or you always are feeling bad about it at the same time right hi i'm chris gethard and i'm very excited to tell you about beautiful anonymous a podcast where i talk to random people on the phone i tweet out a phone number thousands of people try to call talk to one of them they stay anonymous i can't hang up that's all the rules i never know what's going to happen we get serious ones i've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison i've talked to people who survived mass shootings crazy funny ones i talked to a guy with a goose laugh somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends i never know what's going to happen it's a great show subscribe today beautiful anonymous 
Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. Yeah, like I, I don't feel regret until you know after it's done. And, right, uh, you're scratching the itch. It something pulls you. You almost feel like you don't have control over yourself. You do it, and then you're like, "Fuck!" And it's like, and every time you just like fail, and you're trying not to. Right, like some part of you doesn't like to do that. Right, doesn't mm-hmm. want to do it. But then this, the, it's like you're split in two. It's like you got the angel and devil. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. listen, because I talk to people all the time that are doing all kinds of things, you know, and I think that there's, a, like I said, a, some people that are doing all this stuff and they wouldn't think twice about it. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, but when you do feel bad about it, like that's when you really need to fucking get your act together. Right. Because it, it is like I say, like I do believe that you make up your own sort of morals and values. Right. Whatever is right for you. And mm-hmm. so, and, and when you're going against that, that's when it's wrong. You know what I mean? Because it's wrong to you, not to everybody mm-hmm. else, you know, cause you yeah. don't feel right about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Correct. Yeah. So go on. Um, you know, after my daughter was born, um, that's when, as I said, you know, the strippers came and then, uh, Craigslist went away. Um, few years after she was born i can't remember the exact year craigslist went away but mm-hmm. uh and then grinder came up and uh you know i got on there and uh, i was able to it was an easier way to meet up with you know uh femme guys and and uh transsexuals and uh you know just trying to uh feed my urge and whatever I was feeling that day or whatever sexual uh, preference I was wanting that day, I would go and choose sometimes, you know, whatever came first, (laughs) Uh, whatever you mean popped up first, whoever messaged me back first. Oh, right, right, right. So whether (laughs) it was a man or a trans woman or something like that, is that the stuff that you were like, looking or a regular like a uh what would you call it a cis woman i mean or is that like your choices um no just like the just a trans transsexual just a transgendered woman that uh that was my only uh person who i had interest for um oh that's what you were looking for mostly on grinder Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the more more feminine, the better. So I would start with trans and uh, work my way down to more thin type of guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't find any trans, and you know, there's a lot of nasty uh, prostitutes on Grinder and stuff. So you have to weed them out, and um, I'm not about to catch anything. Or, yeah. Uh, anything like that. Mm-hmm. But. You know, you just have to weed out the people who are just trying to bullshit you. And uh, Because you wanted the real deal. I mean, you were looking. I mean, you were probably paying for the strippers in the VIP room, but you didn't want to pay for the trans women on Grindr. 
No, I'm like, I'm just real skeptical about, you know, who's real, who's a undercover cop, and right. schemes, and yeah, yeah. all that stuff. So I, I just, as a typical rule, I just don't even uh, bother with it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, because at at some of these uh, strip clubs, you know, you could. Uh, go to the VIP room, pay 150 bucks, and have sex. Oh, really? You know? mm-hmm. It with the strippers. So, mm-hmm. And do they pocket that cash, or do you think they have to split it with the uh, the you know <clears throat> where they work, or is that like on the down low even for them? And they pocket. They pocket I the mean, whole thing, right? Right. Oh yeah, right. There's they a just keep there's all a door tips. guy. There, there's a door guy there. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they give them a little bit of it, but you pay like 50 bucks to go back there. Yeah. To the house. And then you pay the stripper 150 bucks. So it's like $200 in total. Mm-hmm. So. And do you use condoms? Oh, yeah. You'd always do, right? So you have them on hand yeah. because you know you're going to the strip club and you could get laid. Oh, yeah. Right. Interesting. So that always, most, yeah. Most of the time they have them too. So they have the, the oh in the rooms or whatever or the strippers do like in their purse or their locker or whatever mm-hmm. okay so yeah um i'm assuming you had some i mean did you ever date any of the strippers if you were like such a regular did you have relationships yeah i dated a couple mm-hmm. uh, dated a couple had relation had a pretty good relationship with one for mm, four or five months right so, and uh and she ended up ghosting me. <laughs> right. She didn't find <laughs> out that you were cheating on her, did she? No, I actually wasn't with her. I actually didn't with her at all. Okay. So she just uh, she just ghosted you. Do you know why? Well, I found out she ended up moving uh, to the East Coast with, uh, I guess, an ex that was in the military. Or maybe she was cheating on me or uh, cheating on me. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Whatever. But. <laughs> Did you ever feel like, um, and I don't know if you're, I mean, dating a man or a trans woman, like in having a relationship? Have you ever? Did you ever? Or did, have you ever thought of that? I have. Uh, as with a trans woman, uh, I met her off Grinder, and um, we had relations a um, few times and then we would not talk to each other for a little bit and then reconnect and um, it was an ongoing thing for about a couple of years um, and I always wonder like you know what about a relationship thing with a trans yeah. woman mm-hmm. and I think the only thing that's really you know holding me back is just like as everybody probably is you know, what would other people think in my family and friends and right. you know, all that, all that type of thing. And mm-hmm. I, know, I know like you shouldn't really let that influence you, but, but it's there. Of course. Yeah. 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 Of <laughs> course. For sure. Yeah. But that would be your ultimate. And do you think that that's would make you the happiest? Um, I think not being in a relationship would make me the happiest. <laughs> uh, wait, we still haven't gotten to your marriage. <laughs> I know. Right. I was wondering if an hour was long enough. Yeah, it's long enough. We're all, we only have thirty minutes now. Um, uh, so, so you had that like it made 
when you were on and off again or seeing that a trans woman for a long time, right? That's when you started to realize that you could have feelings for a trans mm-hmm. woman, right? And that and that would be ideal for you. But so then uh, is it around that time? And now you're always a top, right, with all these people? Yes. And that's what you're down for. Now, mm-hmm. when do you meet that? Let's get to the wife, right? Do you meet her around? And you have another baby with her, right? I mean, when do you meet her? Around this time, right? I meet her... How many uh, years ago? I think it was three years ago, in 2018. So two, a little over two years ago. Okay. And so uh, do you have a baby with her and that's why you marry her? Or do you marry her and have a baby with her? Um, well, we met each other like in you know, October. And then we ended up marrying in um, March. Okay. Why do you get married so soon? I don't know. I mean, did you just think you were so in love? Yeah, I mean, she was really a good person and good influence on my life. So I was thinking, okay, maybe this will be the one to calm me down and keep me grounded. And uh, I can have so-called, you know, air quotes, normal life. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You had that um, part of you that was really always wanting that, right? That That's the part of you that always felt bad about what you were doing, right? So here's the perfect girl sort of offering you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, for the most part, you know, I was. You yeah. Know, I would flirt. I would flirt every now and then with somebody at work, but mm-hmm. it was just harmless, um, harmless flirting. But for six months there with her, and then after uh, we got married, it was pretty much uh, monogamous. And uh, for how long? For about six months. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, and I was so it was really good with her for six months. <laughs> yeah, and that's see, long that's the thing, for you. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like, if I'll go a period of time, you know, a few months, six months with somebody, and then I'll just go back to, you know, my old self. And, right. Um, you know. So six months into your relationship with the the one, right? You thought she was the one, right? You marry mm-hmm. her really early on. You're like, she's so great. She's a really nice girl. Now, did she get pregnant right away? Uh, she got pregnant probably a few months after we got married. Okay, so and then six months into it, though, what happens? How who do you meet, or what, do you go looking? Is the itch come back, and you're like, I gotta fucking scratch it? Like, how does it happen that you cheat on her? Yeah, basically the itch came back, and uh, so I got on Grinder and and looked and. Um, now you said, you know, you said like if everything's great sexually, like I don't really go looking. Now was it because she got pregnant and she wasn't having? you weren't having that much sex with her? Like, what was going on there that made you go start to go look? I guess just we weren't having uh, sex that much. Um, and I'm not saying that because I think that it's like you, you should blame the other person, right? <clears throat> At no, all, because no, most people, no. right? But I ask that only because I want to see if that is the real reason why that thing sort of pops up for you all the time you know what I mean is it that is it something else you know so but so was it she it really was that you guys your sex like kind of stopped or waned because uh, she was pregnant it it didn't slow down like all that much Mm -hmm. it was just uh 
I guess it just boiled down to like it, it was just an itch that I had. And just Right. That's what like, I was getting at. That maybe it's not just when you're not like because you said, oh, if I'm with a girl and, you know, the sex is really good and everything like I'm fine. But I don't think so. I, yeah, I think that they're two right. separate things that you're are right. that are happening. You know what I mean? You have that um, even if the sex is good, it's not a trans woman, right? Or this other thing that you've, you're really into and that right. starts to come into your head, right? Because it's something that right. you've done and it's something that you like and it's something that you're lacking because you haven't done it in six months. Correct, yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. you start looking, right? And then you meet up with a cross-dresser. Is that when that whole thing happened? Do you meet right. up with a lot of people before she catches you? Like, How much do you cheat on her before she catches you? <laughs> she was actually the only one. What was that? She, she, just uh, one? The, the, yeah, just one. Oh, my um, God. You're like sloppy. You with the, the lipstick on your face. How did you get caught with the cross-dresser? Oh, oh, it's the famous uh, iPhone watch. Oh, why? What? I, I don't know much about iPhone watches. What? So you have an iPhone watch and a text comes in and it's like right there on your breast and she's sitting right next to you? Oh, my God. Yep. Basically, uh, I was talking to my talking to my dad on the phone we were actually on vacation when she found how was your child born or like is she still pregnant she's still pregnant right right she's still pregnant now first of all let's just start off like let's get a little bit into this cross-dresser right because you've always been with trans uh women is the Mm cross-dresser just somebody that just popped up like you said and you're like okay that's kind of interesting and i mean how did you wind up meeting up with a or having an affair with a cross-dresser um you know basically she basically just what you said you know uh i messaged her because she looked pretty uh pretty much like a, a chick right so, um it didn't bother to me to bother me too much that she was a cross-dresser so i messaged her and mm-hmm. um then we met up before i met up with her before work and uh there was that day we were going out of town after work and uh so I was just talking to my dad on the phone. She was right next to me. The text popped up on my phone. And, uh, you know, she wanted to see my phone and my watch. And... But how come? Like, let me ask you this. Because if you trust somebody, like, why would you be going, like, let me look and let me see? Like, why was she distrustful of you already for some reason? I mean, why was she checking your watch or your phone? I don't know. Like she never really uh, done that before. She said she had a suspicion or. See, a that's interesting, right? Don't you think it's interesting? Women's like women's intuition, they call it, yep. quote unquote, right? Because here she is, not because you know this is the first time you're cheating on her, right? The first, I mean, she doesn't know that you're a cheater. She doesn't know your history, right? You didn't tell her your history, or did you? No, I haven't told her. Well, she knew about my kid's mom and how I had an affair. Oh, all right. Well, that might have been a little bit in her mind then. Okay, so you're getting your phone is beeping or blowing up, and she's like, "Let me look at your phone." Is that what happens? How does she? It really wasn't blowing up. I mean, it was literally the two texts, you know. And she said, Uh, "Like, I want to look at it." Yeah. And did you know what it was? Because you saw it on your watch. Is that how it goes? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I knew. I was like, I deleted the text from my phone. But then right then and there, I realized, well, I didn't delete them from my watch. Okay. Because it's two separate things. Right. Um, 
So right now I knew I was fucked. Why? So she like wants this. to look at your phone. Did you give her your phone? Yeah, I gave her my phone. Yeah. And then she said, give me your watch. Oh, you were fucked. And, uh, yeah. She was smart. So, or I'm I dumb because to, I didn't, wouldn't think I decided to, to play the honest card and just try to see. Well, you didn't decide. No, listen, you didn't decide to play the honest card. You were so fucking busted. There's no honesty oh, yeah. in what you did. <laughs> she just, she caught well, you I mean, because it was right there. I mean, you mean I'm, honest I mean, in I that telling either... her like what, what the truth was of what she was seeing, right? Is that what you mean? <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. Well, I could have just not showed her my watch, and it could have ended right there. But well, then um, she that she would have known something. But you decided to just come clean, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you give and, her the uh, watch. Oh my god! And what did what was in like? What did the guy? What did the guy had said to you? Like, what was in there? The text. Well, she read about a few of the messages that was pretty incriminating. Uh, you know, it's just like, "Hey, come over. I want to suck your dick." And, oh my uh, god but and what was this person in your phone as like like who is this person that it's coming from like does it say a woman's name or a man's name because that's like well, a doubly fucked she's like doubly like what the fuck if it's a guy's name <laughs> no it was just sky sky oh she okay called her, she called herself sky so okay so it's a woman she's thinking that this is a woman right mm-hmm. okay did she ever find out that it wasn't a woman no she didn't okay because that would have been even more hardcore, right? As far as like, you know, for her to find out, right? So she, no, thinks, she, yeah, she saw about half of the, the messages, and I grabbed the watch and then deleted them right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, then she got, you know, pissed off, of course, because I deleted them. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that was the honest. I decided to take the honest route. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> well. <laughs> I played it like that. I would rather, in my mind at that moment, I would rather played it out where to see how it went versus her calling me out, having sex with a, a dude or uh, anything like that. No, that would have been much worse for you, but also much worse for her. It would have just yeah. opened up a whole other thing, right? But does she break up with you immediately? Like, what happens? Well, like I said, we were about six hours away from home. Oh, yeah, you're on vacation. vacation. Oh, my God. And she wanted to leave right then and there. And I had just drove six hours. And I said, look, if you want to go home, I'll take you home in the morning. And she's pregnant and she's on vacation. Oh, my God, this is not good. (laughs) No, it wasn't good. So you're like, I'll take you home in the morning. And what happened? Did you go home? Well, she packed up all her shit and put it in the car and, and was about to leave. So I was like, okay. So I got in the car and uh, she was like, I can't drive like this. I was like, well, I can't either because I'm about to like pass out, fall asleep. And I'm not driving six hours back like on, right. on no sleep. Yeah. You, know? mm-hmm. you want to, you can sleep in the hotel room and I'll sleep in the car. 
whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, she's like, no, let's just go talk. So we went and talked and, um, she was still living and pissed off, but she didn't want to end things. Right. Um, I mean, like the poor girl, I mean, she's newly married. She's newly pregnant. I mean, that's a tough position for her to be in. Yeah. You know, people could understand why she would try and make it work. The first girl, I would say no, right? Because she, you guys, like I said, she was young. There's nothing invested there. You go, Here, you had just invested in all these new things, right? It's a new marriage, a new baby coming. Mm-hmm. And did you like want to make it work too? And did you just say, "Oh, that like what was your sort of what did you pitch? How did you pitch it to her? Like, oh, this was a one-time thing. Like, I mean, didn't she want like details? Like, where did you meet this person? Like, what was your story that you gave her? Well, I I was just vague on everything. Um, that must have drove her crazy. She wanted to know where she lived. She of wanted course. to know. Uh, you know, her height, weight, everything. Age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, pictures. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't have any in my phone. Thank God. Uh, uh, she might have seen the yeah. Adam's apple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could have shown but her pictures. Of, of what? Of the per- sky. You could have shown her pictures. Oh, no. So, but what was, like, what did you say? Like, you know, I'm a girl. I know I would have been, like, where did you meet this person? Who is she? Like, what, you know, wh- where did you say you met this person? Like, what was the story that you conjured up? I told her I met her on the, because we met on a dating app. Yeah. So I told her that, you know, before we came together, you know, this was just like an exit line. And we okay. just had, like, a one-time flame. All right. So that was the story you threw out there. Okay. Yeah. And so that was, she was like, okay, let's try and make it work. Mm-hmm. But it never worked. No, because it was too many restrictions on me, and rightfully so. Uh, right. As far as um, going through my phone whenever she wanted. And, <laughs> and um, now you really, listen, she really was the perfect girl for you if you really <laughs> wanted to stop, right? And like be the person that you said. She was that girl. Oh, I know. You know those restrictions, but you just couldn't. It you were not, you were not able to do it that. It just wasn't me, right? You couldn't. You weren't ready to not sleep with other people, right? Mm-hmm. You know, even you know, you can't force yourself to uh, be a person who you're not. And right. Absolutely. That's that, what I failed to realize. Yeah. Until now. Mm-hmm. And so now how long after did you guys like how long after she caught you did you guys last and then you guys did you get divorced? I'm assuming. Mm, about a year. Oh, so you stayed a, a year, little, you had the baby, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you guys got divorced. Does your first girl know about all this stuff? Because, I mean, she was probably felt very vindicated that, you know, you cheat on somebody else, too. She's not the only one. Like, does she know? Because, you know, she's she has two of your kids, too. So you obviously stay in touch with her. Right. Are you guys friends enough that she knows what happened with this one? Or is it on the down low? Actually, my kid's mom is like, we're pretty much best friends. Right. Right. Um, I figured you. So know she knows yeah. everything about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does she know yeah, that you're with guys? Yeah. Okay, so when she found out about you being with other people, she knew it was men? Yeah. Okay, and so 
did she so when she found out that you did this was she like oh my god you fucking idiot uh, you know because she just knows you yeah basically right <laughs> yeah uh, you know she's been pretty cool with it and um she don't out me or anything or anything like she that. She respects you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you guys at this point, you guys have known each other a long time, right? You've been through mm-hmm. so much. She, you had cheated on her. Like she went through all that, right? All that stuff is in the past. But you know, I think when you could work through all those things but stay together, you can develop a friendship, and it's great that you guys are that way. Considering that you have two kids together, you know that's the best way to be. Are you still? Are you close with this girl now? I mean, is she, uh, you know, you guys divorce, right? You, you're you not going to leave totally because you have a child with her. Are you guys um, friendly at this point now at all? No. No? <laughs> so no. It's on the uh, opposite end of the spectrum. Oh, she fucking hates you. Yeah. How come? Yeah. Because of the cheating or did you not, were you not like, I mean, after you got caught, like, were you a good dad to the child? I mean, I've always been an excellent dad, too, yeah. because um, she had a son previously, mm-hmm. so, um, you know, we were, we were always doing stuff with the kids and everything like that, and even with our baby now, it's, you know, I take care of her and do everything right, it's just, and she, she respects me as a dad, just not as uh, uh, somebody who she wants to talk to. Well, let me ask you this. She, you know, you cheat on her. She says, okay, let's make it work and decides to give it like her best. Um, who winds up breaking up the relationship a year later? Uh, I do. Yeah. That's why she hates you. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's like, I'm willing to put up with your cheating and you still fucking leave me. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it got to a point where, you know, we were, I mean, it was pretty yelling matches. She, um, she would get in my face and yell, and mm-hmm. it was just I didn't want to get to a point where um it would escalate to anything if it even would have. Uh, mm-hmm. So I just ended it because you Listen, know you for, did the, for the right thing. You did the right thing, but I but that's why she you know still has resentment right because that kind of stuff she she even said that it was a good thing yeah because she's just she said like she didn't have the guts to do it Mm -hmm. exactly you did it for the both of you but it still will bother even though listen just human being like behavior is it doesn't fucking that still doesn't matter even if you know that in your brain do you know what I mean your ego still gets burned by shit like that like who did it first you know like that kind of stuff oh, is yeah. just stupid bullshit stuff but we all have been there felt it I understand it you know so I, I could see why she has had a hard time getting past this stuff you know give maybe give her a couple more years oh yeah hopefully so yeah, I mean, you have a child with her, so she's not going anywhere. Has she ever, like, remarried or anything? No, this was uh, just recently. How long? Last, last year. We oh, it's only divorced. a year. Yeah. I don't know why I'm thinking we're, like, three years ago. Oh, so, yeah, it's just too early. That's why I'm sure that other wife that you're so close with now a year after things weren't so great, right? I mean, it's like it doesn't happen magically that you could, uh, what was that term, 
Gwyneth Paltrow used couple, like, you know, unconscious coupling, like, you know, or conscious coupling, you know, where you stay close yeah. and friends. I think there has to be a time where you're allowed to hate each other and do all that stuff. That's normal human being feelings that you have to allow and go <laughs> through. And then when you come to the other side of that is the when you can unconsciously cu- uh, uncouple or whatever the fuck it is, where you, you know, you decide to be cool with it. But I think, you know... it's a hard thing to get past in just under a year because it was, you know, it's not just the cheating. I mean, she was married. There's a lot of things. It's very loaded for her, you know? Yeah. So now you guys break up. And so now for the past year, have you just been like going crazy? Have you have like, is that itch to actually date a, a trans woman? Like something that you, you think more and more about? Um, I don't know. I'm just kind of feeling it out. And, uh, but yeah, going crazy. I don't know about going oh, crazy. Oh yeah, it's COVID. But, <laughs> I forget. Yeah, I COVID forget. happened. Uh, but I'm not too like. Uh, I'm not too worried about the COVID stuff, uh, really. Have you had uh, it and gone over it, or because you're young, you don't you're not afraid of it, or do you live in a place where I had it? Oh, you did. Okay, so you've been there. Yeah, done back that, right? in. August, I think. Right. Uh huh. Did you get really sick, or were you not so bad, just the sniffles? Because I know a lot of people that had it were just like, you know, got. Well, I just felt kind of tired. Yeah. Kind of, mm-hmm. uh, uh, drained, tired, fatigue. You know, never yeah. lost taste or anything. Right. So, have you been hooking up? Like, who do you typically yeah. hook up with now, since your breakup? Uh, well, I basically use uh, Tinder, mm-hmm. Bumble, mm-hmm. and uh, Grinder. Yeah. So those kind of the three apps, and they keep me busy. <laughs> right. And do you see a lot of different people? Like, or do you like variety? Do you like to keep the same ones? Or, like, do you see, a, like, how many people a month do you see mm, around? I have a few regular people that I met off Tinder. Um, a few people off Grindr. Probably about a month. Probably, like, five or six people. Right. And are they all men? Are there women? Like, are, how is it break, broken down? <laughs> uh, there's uh, only one guy, one, one uh, trans that I'm talking to. I haven't hooked up with her yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, the others is off of Tinder, some females off of Tinder. Right. Now, are you looking, are you glad that you're, are you finally at the place? And I think maybe you said in the beginning, are you finally at the place where you're not looking for that relationship and you're just keeping yourself single so that you can do whatever you want and don't have to feel bad? Well, my, I guess the place I'm at now, it's kind of like, I want to be single, you know, I need to be single. My brain's telling me to be single. And, um, but it's just for whatever reason, it's some, something about a relationship that I miss, but well, what you about know, trying could... to find a relationship with somebody? I mean, you're young, like a, a woman that would be interested. Cause I talk to people that have successful open relationships and I think That's younger people yeah, are much more open to different kinds of things, you know, yeah, much more so find, now I could find somebody with a, uh, a mindset of like an open relationship but like even with those there's some rules involved in and you don't like I to just, follow any rules you can't even 
I know I can't have my cake and eat it too. Yeah, that's like sounds so ridiculous. Like, I mean, if you met a girl <laughs> that you really liked, okay, like you really liked, and she was like, but and you could fuck guys when you want to, you know what I mean? But let's do. But her boundary was like, but we have to do it together, and you can't do it. Like, would would you? Wouldn't that be okay? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Think I don't. I don't think so. Oh, okay. You're not really. But, I mean, in a relationship. don't don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. Like doing doing it together would be fun. Right, you but know. you still would need to do that other stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, it's something about just doing my own thing, you know. So. And there's I'm nothing wrong like, with that. Yeah. So I'm kind of like at the point right now, like just going to take it easy for a while, be single, um, just just try this out and see how I like it. And, yeah, and maybe no, if you like really the next time you meet somebody that you like, if you try, maybe try being honest up front about who you are and see where that takes you. You know what I mean? And maybe try an open relationship. I know that you say that, oh, I couldn't, you know, because it's not like you stay with any of these people that long enough to really develop feelings. Cause, I mean, how much right. was your longest relationship with any of these women? Two years. Oh, which one? With the with the first baby mama? Um, Who were you with two years? The very first relationship that I cheated on with my baby mom. Yeah. That was about two years. Okay. And then uh, my ex-wife, it was almost two years. Right. Well, the next time you get the itch or maybe you meet someone, I think like, you know, you don't know if two years from now, like you might, uh, you know, if you start to meet someone that you really like and you're able to have an open relationship with them, if you continue mm-hmm. to do that and you continue to stay with the person, you might wind up realizing if you really care that maybe if you develop real feelings for that person that you were, you would be okay to live with some rules because you would want to lose that person that I think it could maybe work for you in the future. But I think you definitely should take as much as, as much time as you can by just fucking being single and doing what you want and, you know, living it mm-hmm. out because, you know, and, and just doing it as much as possible and getting it out of your system as much as you can before you try out the relationship thing. And I think if you do that, maybe one day you can have a relationship that's open that has some rules that you, and you'd be able to follow it. But now is not the time. Yeah, that's my goal is just, to, you know, live the single life a little bit, get it out of my system. And, yeah. And do whatever the get fuck to a you point want. where get to a point where, uh, you know, I'm done with that. Yeah, and you'll know because you'll meet someone that you like. But, like, right now, you don't have anyone in your life, right, that's trying to... I mean, what happens when you meet the girls? Like, I mean, are you straight up with them that you're not looking for a relationship right now? Uh, Pretty much. Right. So, you know, some I don't, like, come out and say it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just navigate the conversation to strictly that. Right, right. Yeah, I think that um, I think that that's good. That's what, and I think that how I sort of prefaced this whole episode in the beginning was how it ended. And I think you know you kind of were like a guy that has you know wants his cake and eats it too, but it's not really right for you. You know, when you're trying to do to to me when you're trying to be in the relationship and you're trying so hard to be monogamous, that's like when you're trying to do something that is like unworkable. But 
now like you're trying to be single and do whatever you want and I, I think that's more workable for you do you know what I mean like that's a more realistic goal yeah right than Definitely. for you to be in a relationship and be monogamous right like you already know that that's not fucking gonna happen but I think it's much easier for you to not scratch the itch of going out and having a relationship than for you to be in a relationship and not be able to scratch that itch to go out and fuck all these random people because that's what you're into Yep. And go do your thing and have your fun. Mm-hmm. And maybe five years from now you will be in a relationship with a trans woman because, you know, you'll you will be okay with putting that out there. Who knows, you know? But I think yeah. what's most important is that you're being more true to yourself now by you know being single. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's what my quest is right now, just to find myself and basically just live out my life the way I see fit and just see where it takes me and what road to go on and whatnot. Yeah. You already have all your babies. You've been married. I mean, you've done a lot and you're only like what? 34. (laughs) (laughs) You have your whole life Uh, ahead of you and you've done so much that you've checked off the box, right? It's just time to enjoy yourself. Let me ask you one last question. If you had to label yourself, because I'm so bad with this stuff, right? What would you label yourself? Well, as far as like buy, like gay, yeah, uh huh, like any of those terms, you know, are you, are, uh, you know, are you hetero flexible? Buy, so there's so many words now, right? Like, do, is like, there a word that you what, think that you would fit into? Label. Uh, I don't know, like what label to call it, but I would say I'm straight with bi tendencies. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's hetero flexible. I don't know. Right. If if that I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I thought maybe, maybe because you're younger, you would know. <laughs> <laughs> somebody write in in YouTube, yeah. listening on YouTube. Can you please <laughs> give us the the name below in the comments? Anyway, listen. What did we call you? I don't remember your name. Uh, David. 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 I like your story. <laughs> I mean, Thank you know, I don't think I focus a lot on the SCX stuff of things, but I because I just like all that other stuff because I think it's so real life you know all the cheating and that i just think and it's very uh, relatable you know um and so i just tried to get it all in because it's interesting and i like these kind of conversations because i think like i said it's Mm -hmm. a common problem you're not the only guy or person it's not to say that women don't have these issues too that you know finds it hard to be in a monogamous relationship and you know lives with this kind of confliction in them right and so i think it's interesting to put it out there so thanks so much for calling in and telling your story thank you for having me yeah no problem keep stay tuned because your your episode will air soon i don't have to edit a lot out so it'll be good it'll be up in the next couple weeks all right all right right. thanks so much for calling in bye bye Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.